Welcome to Talks at Stellenbosch Uni, Stellenbosch University's podcast where we talk about current topics and innovative research done at the university. Here's your host, Roseanne Engel. Today we are joined by Professor Maureen Robinson. She works in the Department of Curriculum Studies at Stellenbosch University and her research interest is in teacher education and educational reform. Thanks, Professor, for joining us. It's a pleasure. So today is World Teachers Day. What does this day mean to you? Well, I think uh, what's very nice about it is that it's an international day. And uh, particularly in the light of so much focus that's been on the role of teachers lately, it's in a moment to pause and to really consider, as many people have done, the value of teachers in society. And although that should happen every day, on this particular day, that is something that really gets the the attention that it deserves. You've recently wrote uh, an opinion piece in the Mail and Guardian, uh, specifically focusing on the student teachers. Um, What were some of the, the things that you found were difficult for student teachers, specifically in this COVID-19 period? Well, uh, the obvious uh, thing that happened, of course, was that universities and schools were closed for large parts of the time that the students would have been doing their qualification. Now, from the university point of view, the same thing applied for teacher education and for student teachers as everybody else in that lectures were suspended or at least uh, face-to-face lectures. But I think what's interesting about teacher education in particular is that Going online brought particular challenges because learning to teach isn't about just learning content. I mean, there's lots of content that needs to come across, but a lot of the work must, by definition, be interactive. We talk about skills development, exploring values, having debates. And for that, you know, we really miss having the students in the classroom. So... There was, uh, like for many other courses, of course, the need to shift into how do you do active engagement online? But I think the the more probably uh, in-your-face type of challenge for the student teachers was that they couldn't meet the requirements of the practical training of going into schools. And so we had to really jump through many hoops, both at the university and at a national level, for how to meet the practical requirements of the and uh, I mean, I can tell you some of it, what happened if you like, but I'll hand back to you. I think it would be nice to sort of go into more detail regarding what exactly, um, how it exactly affected student teachers, because I know that there's a lot that goes into the practicals. Like you said, it's not just about learning content. What specifically would you say um, student teachers lost by not attending schools for the full period of their practicals? I would say a little bit about what they lost. And I think it would also be important to reflect a little bit on what they might have gained. But just in terms of what they lost, um, you know, teaching is, 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 is it's, it's, it's something that one feels as well. It's something that one knows and understands, but it's also something that is almost like a bodily experience, if I can put it like that, where you feel yourself to be a teacher. And I think um, what what they would have lost is the full extent of that 
uh, immersion and that that involvement in teaching. I just have to add that they didn't not go into schools. It's just that they went into schools for a lesser period of time. Um, so, so they lost a little bit of that personal involvement, some of that immersion, and some of what one might call the development of practical wisdom, you know, where you draw on knowledge and experience and you put them together. And I think it probably has affected some of their confidence because as they would have spent more time standing in front of a class, interacting with teachers, uh, they would have become more used to the situation. And, um, you know, and they also, one of the things that I think is probably a little bit sad is that they probably lost the opportunity to build up relationships over a, an extended period of time with with the learners at the school, maybe with other teachers at the school. Um, one of the student teachers actually remarked in a comment, it's in that opinion piece, and I thought it was very nice. She said, um, I probably won't even recognize the teachers that I worked with because they had masks on and they barely came to the classroom, uh, to the to the staff room. So I think an element of relationship building was lost and probably an element of extracurricular work. And I think you would agree with me that a lot of relationship building happens in cultural activity, sport. And here there was a strong emphasis on, 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 the, on the completing the curriculum. So that's what they might have lost. Let's talk about what, what would you say, what did they gain from this whole experience? I would love to hear from them personally, and we will have opportunities for reflection with the student teachers. But from what I can assess from what we've seen, um, I think there've been gains, if I can divide it up maybe at a pedagogical level and a social level. Um, at a pedagogical level, obviously, the students have had to be much more creative about their learning materials, and in particular, the use of technology. So they've had to engage much more with WhatsApp and with radio and with television and, um, you know, specific courses for them on how to use Google Classroom. They've had to think about online teaching in a much more uh, structured way probably than they would have in the past. And of course, this bears good fruit for the future. I think also they've probably gained the opportunity not to become frightened by the demands of the moment. You know, uh, for any student teacher standing in front of the class, it's very intimidating, especially uh, for high schools. Many of them are not much older than the learners. And probably there's been less of that. So rather than spending their energies on being anxious and worrying about things like classroom management, they've been able to spend more time on, on, on what has been called pedagogical reasoning or reflection and thinking about why they do what they do, you know, studying the practice of teaching rather than being lost in the moment. So at our, uh, with our, particularly our PGCE, our postgraduate certificate education students, as well as the Bachelor of Education students, there's been a lot of attention paid to considering uh, and reflecting on various theoretical concepts that they have learned at the university. And I think um, that will stand them in good stead because there are many people who see teaching, you know, as a craft, as something that someone is just born into, can learn a few skills. 
But the emphasis here has really been on the intellectual engagement, uh, learning not only in practice, but learning from practice, motivating your decisions about course design, professional justifications. And uh, I, I think that will stand them in good stead. So I've said a lot about the pedagogical, but I think at a social level, I'd like to believe that they have also learned very important um, characteristics, if you can call it that, like care and compassion, uh, uh, definitely understanding the relationship between home and school, understanding the different opportunities that different learners have for home support, for home learning. Uh, you know, the whole question of the digital divide is, is, is one aspect of it. What, what opportunities do, do learners have at home to, to use technology? Um, but also what materials are available at home, what support is available at home, what are the spaces that young people have to learn in, all of that. And um, with, with, with everything that I've said comes the, the idea of flexibility, the idea of resilience, the idea of creativity. So it will be interesting to see our student teachers of this year, particularly those who are in the one-year course, how this might have changed their thinking on teaching. Um, if I can just, just say one more thing, of course, much of what I've said relates to the students who are in the one-year program, because there are also many student teachers who do a four-year program, and so they would have had their time in schools over the previous three years. So what I'm describing is probably not as stark for them as those in the one-year program. I'm just wondering in terms of, because there's been so many changes just with with regards to um, educating teachers at higher education level and then them going into the classroom afterwards, do you think there will be like a difference in the way we teach going forward? Yes, I think there will be. And because a lot of attention this year has been paid to developing new materials, um, and, and it will be a real pity if we don't use those materials in the future. So if I can give a, a very important example, a number of academics in teacher education were involved in developing a set of activities called Teacher Choices in Action. And, um, you know, anyone who listens to this podcast who wants more on that, they, you know, we can we can give them the information and the contact details. But that is a, 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 an entire program that was built around the idea of pedagogical reasoning. And th I think um, what, what has happened there is that materials have now become available where students can be more systematic about their thinking about teaching. And often going into schools would be kind of hit and miss in many instances, you know, we, you would go into school and not necessarily be sure of the kind of support that you might get there. And I think now what's happened is more attention has been built or put to these materials that encourage students to think about different contexts, to think about how they work with knowledge, to think about inclusive teaching. And I think those materials uh, that are set up to link theory and practice will be used more in the future. So it might well be that we link more than in the past to the idea of learning from practice, not only learning in practice. Um, this is actually part of the, the uh, policy on teacher education. They do make that distinction. And we've emphasized in the past mostly learning in practice. But I suspect we'll pay more attention to 
say, videos or case studies or reflective journals, etc., where students are asked to learn from practice, if I can put it like that, and not be only dependent on their time in schools, although I hope that that still stays as important as it has been up to now. If I think of teacher education um, and our student teachers, they, they often want recipes. So they will come into our classes and they will say, how do I do this? How do I do that? And they get a little bit frustrated if they are not given the how-to, you know, the step-by-step -step on how to deal with the situation. Um, but what, what we always try and promote, and I think most teacher education programs try and promote, is that there isn't a one-size-fits-all and there's no step-by-step -step recipe. That it's about understanding the moment, understanding who the learners are, understanding what the knowledge is that needs to be mediated, and I'm talking here the emphasis on mediation, not transmitted, and how I might go about that. And um, I think that what's happened now as the student teachers have had to adapt to the situation is that they've realized that it's about understanding the principles of teaching and learning. It's not about a recipe. It's not about a set of techniques or, or, or very um, sort of easy skills that one can just apply. It's about adaptation and it's about insight. And um, that has been, you know, in our faces in this period. And I'm hoping that that, that kind of um, way of being will, will continue for these student teachers going, going into the future. And what advice would you give to students who, those who are currently still completing their education degrees or are planning to enroll for next year and future courses? I, I think I would give them the advice that, that, that teaching is a highly complex activity um, and they, they mustn't underestimate that. Um, and they must at all times be aware of the interconnectedness of so many aspects of education um, and, and not to see it as a something that about, you know, standing in front of the class and delivering content, that they need to think about themselves, about their own values, about their own history, what kind of education they've been exposed to what kind of education systems they, they felt they learned from or they didn't learn from, to think back on who their role models were and uh, why these particular individuals were role models, to understand the, the, the role of, of, of sociology and politics and, and philosophy in education, that um, there are many debates, that there are many issues that can be looked at from different perspectives, and that they need to find their way within that. Um, and, and if they understand that complexity, then to me at least, it becomes so much more exciting and so much more interesting uh, to understand that this is, um, I don't want to say intellectual endeavor, maybe that's a way of putting it, but this is, this is a complex endeavor. And uh, they, they would do well to, 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 put, to understand that and the interrelationship of everything I've spoken about. And then I suppose at a more basic level, just to observe and talk to as many people as they can to, to read, to, in, to make sure that at the very least that they understand their subject. I mean, that is the very least, you know, we don't want people going into classrooms who, to be history teachers, for example, who don't know the history or science, who don't know science. 
So that is minimum. Make sure you have a good grasp of the knowledge and the discipline that you want to teach and then all the other issues that I mentioned already. Thanks so much, Professor, for joining us today. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Follow all the latest Stellenbosch University news at www.sun.ac.za or follow us on all the largest social media platforms.